0: Hello everyone and welcome to our final episode of Empowerment, the MEN in bold representing the male victims of domestic violence and abuse. We need to empower men, giving them the recognition they need and deserve, empowering men so their stories can help to inspire and encourage others. We want to create change for the lives of young men. I'm your host Farheen Khan. I'm 18 from East London. And I have been delivering this podcast with my amazing mentee, Assistant Commissioner Helen Ball of the Metropolitan Police. Helen and I have been on this mentoring program for a long period of time now. (laughs) It's been been months working with Helen and I can't describe how amazing this journey has been. Uh, We have been mentoring each other and I have been the mentor and Helen has been my mentee and it's been an incredible journey just to see how our relationship has flourished and how it's it's gone on to be more of a friendship. Um, and this is all because of the Girls Network. The Girls Network is a charity which helps to empower and inspire young girls um, and it enables them to find their own voice. And I was lucky enough to be mentored Um, by mentor from the Girls Network and then I became an ambassador and as an ambassador I found this opportunity of mentoring an officer and it's something that was was way out of my comfort zone and I felt really honoured and privileged to be able to do this opportunity and so here I am (laughs) with my very own mentee and it's been incredible creating this podcast and I'm very lucky to have worked with Helen and we present to you our podcast empowerment.
1: Thank you very much. Um, I've been incredibly lucky to be mentored by Farheen. Um, Farheen, it's been really tremendous. Uh, I'm a, yes, a senior police officer. I've been in policing for 34 years. Uh, I've never had a mentoring relationship like this and I've learned so much, not least, about podcasting uh, and Faheen talked about finding a voice and I feel like I've also found a voice through this process. We've called this episode of our podcast series Creating Something That Lasts and this is the episode, it's our last episode, we're going to reflect on the five previous episodes uh, and think through, Did have we? do we think we've achieved what we wanted to do? Um, Our first episode, we called Creating Something New. We had talked about male victims of domestic abuse and realised that each of us was interested in that as a subject. And we'd researched some statistics about male victims um, and found out that one in every four people who report domestic abuse to the police is a man and one in four women and one in six or seven men will suffer domestic abuse in their lifetime. So that seemed to us to be quite high numbers of men who would suffer domestic abuse. And then the final statistic which really struck us is the one in three statistic. One in three victims of domestic abuse is a man. That is 700,000 men a year who suffer from domestic abuse. And. We thought that this was a really serious problem and an underreported problem. Uh, and so we sought to answer two questions. The first one was why don't young men talk about being victims of domestic abuse? And the second one was what can be done to change this? And with those two questions, we set out on our podcast series.
0: Absolutely. And just thinking back to our first episode, Um, we really did want to create a change and um, especially about victims who are men and some of the things that we wanted to achieve was we really wanted to understand why men have been left out of conversations because they should be part of it and they have every right to be and we really wanted to establish a norm a norm which talks about why men are victims and how we can normalize that within our society Um, and how we should understand that not only uh, females can be victims it's also men Um, and that's why men feel like they're left out of the conversation um, as it's not really a dominant topic um, for men Mm -hmm. Um, but the main thing we wanted to achieve was was to help victims understand that there is help available. Help and support is always there, and we want to encourage those victims to seek it when it's right and appropriate. Um, but the help and support that you seek is what's going to get you far, um, and will help you to get out of get get out of that situation where you feel unsafe. And safety and well-being is something that we really do value. Um, as mentor and mentee. In our second episode uh, we spoke to Louisa Rolf who was the national policing lead for DA since 2013 and the episode name was 1 in 3 which is a statistic that Helen had just um, pointed out a bit earlier but um, it's it's been inspirational speaking to um, Louisa Rolf uh, she had a lot to say and she had this passion for, for this topic, and it's, it's really interesting to see where what, what she's thinking. Um, and I think it's, I think it's just really important how she's had this passion and she's been working op, for this for a really long time. So it shows how committed she is, um, regardless of how draining and how difficult it can be. Um, it shows it shows that passion, and it's something that I really do admire. Mm. Um, and I think we definitely have learnt a lot from Louisa.
1: We did, didn't we? Yeah. I, I think you're you're right about that passion. Um, Louisa leads nationally for uh, domestic abuse, amongst other things, but she does that on top of her role as an assistant commissioner in the Met. And I think that's really something to be ad- admired. Um, I think we had an interesting conversation with Louisa also about uh, almost like the, the the landscape of domestic abuse and how it does present as being something that happens far more to women than it does to men, whereas in fact our statistics show um, that a lot of men are victims of domestic abuse. Um, and I think you and I, Fahim, wanted to rebalance that a bit, didn't we? Um, And so it was good to go on into our subsequent episodes. Um, In episode three, we talked to Mark Brooks' OBE. Uh, Mark is chair of the Mankind Initiative, a domestic abuse charity. And episode three we called Toxic, Manipulative and Coercive. And we called it that because of the way that Mark talked about some of the behaviours that people can display in when they're committing, if you like, or when they're they're abusing people in a domestic setting. Because he said that quite often the way people talk about this doesn't really mean much to people. But if you talk about being humiliated, having your character and soul undermined, these are the words that Mark used, losing touch with who you are, being isolated, Um, being threatened, punished, belittled in public and some abuse over social media, then people really understand what some of the behaviours are like and how they are wrong. And he was really clear these behaviours are wrong. So he, I think, had an impression. He gave a real strong impression to me about the importance of talking about the behaviours and calling out those behaviours as wrong.
0: I have to say that Mark... um brought in a lot of determination. It was very inspiring. Um, it was very unique of him to bring in his own quote, uh, which was a Shakespearean quote, which was to be or not to be, that is the question. And it definitely is a question. And it shows how he's very passionate, and um, it shows how every day he wakes up and he thinks to himself, what is it I'm going to do today that that will make me feel really accomplished and what is it that I want to achieve? And it shows his, his, his passion and his drive. And it also, also, it almost shows his the battle that he's fighting. It's, it's like he, he's ready to conquer anything that comes his way, um, battling anything that possibly um, tries to interrupt him. And that really nicely links in with the mankind initiative. How he is willing to fight battles for people and helping them get out of situations and places where they feel so uncomfortable um, and it almost also shows how even this even though it may be such a horrible experience it's easy to get out of and you can get out of it but you just yeah. have to have the passion and drive and have that positivity that better days are going to come and there will be light at the end of the tunnel and I think his yeah his just his passion was just really inspiring to see and that's definitely given us hope for our podcast as well because we want to help um achieve um achieve a good understanding for why um men are being left out and how we can help them get back into those conversations and talk about uh, such a significant issue
1: I should have said um that their website or they can be accessed through mankind.org.uk.
0: In episode four, which we titled, It's Not Just You, uh, we spoke to Asha Majid from uh, Next Gen Wellbeing, who is the founder and CEO of Next Gen Wellbeing. Um, And Next Gen Wellbeing just aims to help young people find a platform to find their voice, to talk about things that are very important within society, things like mental health and things that can sometimes um, almost ruin your mental health and things that might not be as stable for you in order to have a good headspace. Um, And I think that's really important because um, we, we we all may tend to go through things alone, but actually the main purpose of Next Gen Wellbeing is to provide that stability that actually it's not just you and everyone else is, everyone else may be going through something similar and it's, you're not alone. And it just nicely fits in with what we want to do, empowering men, Um, men who are victims and men who might, might be listening in right now, are probably thinking to themselves that it's just them and they won't be able to get out of this but actually it's not just you it's not you're not alone mm-hmm. um there are so many people out there and if you share your story and your experiences more people will tune in and be willing to share theirs and it gives that sense of community it it, it makes you feel like you belong in a community and you're not alone um and that's, and that's next gen well being, and it's, it's just interesting to see, um, how Asher came along, mm-hmm. um, to address the fact that you aren't alone, and it gives that reassurance for the victims
1: out there. It was such a strong message, wasn't it? Yeah. And I, it, he was, a really, um, powerful and kind. I thought person. It was lovely to listen to him, and one of the things he said that I we'll never forget was that he was inspired by listening to a podcast to set up next-gen wellbeing. And he said to us, I think, um, maybe the person who made that podcast will never know, but they made that podcast. He listened to it and he thought, I'm going to set up this fantastic organization, next-gen wellbeing because that inspiration and that made me think maybe somebody will listen to this. Uh, And they will set up something inspired by our podcast series uh, that will have, you know, an equally wonderful impact on people's lives as Next Gen Wellbeing has. So it's lovely to hear that story.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, In episode five, we met Ippo Pantaludakis, and he is the head of services for Respect. Uh, Respect work with perpetrators, male victims, and young people who are using violence and abuse. We've called episode five, demand a respectful response. And one of the things that struck me about what Ipu said to us was that it is not about asking for help or, you know, kind of you know, being timid and seeking it. It actually is people going through suffering from domestic abuse, have the right to demand a respectful response. And that really struck me, because I think many people feel timid about asking for help. You know, please, can you help? Uh, Whereas actually, Ippo said, no, people are entitled to uh, a respect and a respectful response. And um, he talked about normalising help-seeking. So not just on domestic abuse, but on all sorts of issues. And he also talked to us, I I remember, about saying some people will respond to different approaches, so for some people talking to them about how to get rid of the bad things in their life is the right approach, and for some people how to access good things is a better approach, so we should all be open-minded about what people need, not just give help from our own perspective, Uh, and I thought that was really important. And again, he uh, reiterated the importance of asking for help early and knowing categorically there will be someone who can help and who will want to help.
0: Hippo's passion was something that was very inspirational for the both of us. Um, He was very open-minded and the main thing he wanted to address was that seeking help is something that is so important and we shouldn't really neglect it. Um, And I really do like the fact that his aim that he wanted to achieve with um respect is that victims should seek help and that's the main purpose and it almost links in with what we're doing together creating this podcast so we can help individuals um use this podcast as a form of inspiration so that they so that they can go on to seek help um and make themselves come out of that uncomfortable situation and that's something that is really important for the both of us Um, and the title of that episode was Demand a Respectful Response, as, um, Helen had already said, but it's really important that victims, um, have that respectful response. Mm -hmm. Victims do deserve that, and it's something that is very necessary, and, um, it gives them that reassurance that actually they're in a better place now, because they've got a respectful response, and, um they can go on to find the happiness that they deserve and need.
1: Mm. That's a really nice way of <laughs> putting it, isn't it? It's lovely. Um, we have mentioned three organisations. Um, they are mankind.org.uk, nextgenwellbeing.com and respect.uk.net and though all of those are listed on our page as well. Um, as well as that, remember that if you are suffering from domestic abuse, just tell somebody, tell a friend, tell a teacher, come to the police. There are lots of people there who want to help, and there really is a lot of help available. We really hope that young men won't be left out of this conversation in future. We really hope that they will understand that they are not unusual if they are male victims of domestic abuse, and we really hope that their families and their friends and people who come across them uh, will realise that that's not unusual as well, and that everyone will understand there is help available. Um, I think we also hope, don't we, that maybe our series will inspire somebody in the way that another podcast series inspired Asha Majid.
0: Absolutely, and I... I want victims to feel that they aren't alone and that seeking help is really important and um, and that's why we want to empower those men and make them feel make them feel safe and um, the title of this episode we named it um, creating something that lasts we want this to be something that lasts within society we want people to hear this and take a lot from it um, it's not something that will just vanish and go away. It will be something that is there for people to tune into and to listen um, to. So it's really important that um, victims share their story if they're comfortable with doing that. And sharing your experiences will definitely um, unlock so much more. Mm-hmm. Like you will, you will find out that there's other people out there who have been going through the same thing as you have. So it's important to not feel alone. And this journey between Helen and I has been a mentoring journey. Um, we made this podcast in context of our mentoring relationship. Um, and I have been honored to mentor Helen and it's just been, an, it's been an incredible journey and, um, we've learned so much about ourselves and about each other. Um, and although we have been mentoring we have been working on this podcast together and it's been it's been so lovely to see how each special guest we brought in um had a lot to say and Mm -hmm. they all had a different approach Mm -hmm. um and there's a lot to take from that um and throughout our sessions we've always had an inspirational quote and I'm going to close this episode, our final episode, which we're both really gutted to close, but um, our final quote for today's episode is, don't cry because it's over, smile because it happened. And it's just really emotional thinking about the journey that Helen and I have um, both gone through because um, we started the journey feeling really inspired, inspired that we will, achieve something for the better and i i must say like i feel i feel like we have and i'm sure helen can agree
1: i do definitely agree definitely and here i am smiling so (laughs) definitely not crying because it's over smiling because it's happened